Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We need to... Watch out for white people. Transing the kids, best and worst of. And impeachment needs to stop. Sort of, kind of, according to Rand Paul. Yes, it is a Friday here on Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. And we've got our best and worst takes of the week coming your way right here on Critical Thinking. You looked exacerbated, uh, perplexed. Uh, I'm just not sure. Constipated. I'm not sure what that look was there, Mr. Padoni. Exacerbated and constipated. I just. I, I think those are new ones on the show. I think we need to get Mrs. Pat in to tell us what the hell that look was. Uh, should I ever bring an enema? lobotomy what no (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot to get to on today's program because it is friday that means we're going to look back at the best and worst takes that we saw this week of course we're going to play the b or not the b and as always crown a brand new richard of the week you can follow me at the coppin show him at the padoni show do not forget subscribe download rate review the podcast Whatever you can do that way actually helps us grow this show. And, of course, you can always watch us every single Monday through Friday right here on Rumble. Rumble Rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Rumble.com backslash critical thinking. You can join our locals community as well. Um, We're still trying to figure out how best to use and uh, engage in that community. And uh, we have some ideas um, that were floating around in our heads. Um, hopefully we'll get them on to the locals community. But uh, if you want a reminder of when this show is available, go to the locals channel, criticalthinking.locals.com. Or if you're on our Rumble page, you can click the join button on the locals 
uh, channel, and you'll get notified when the show goes live much quicker than what the uh, the Rumble notifications come. Uh, sometimes it's like 24, 48 hours, if at all, uh, for the program. So um, that's a great way to stay on top of what is going on in the world of critical thinking. All of that out of the way, Pat, I, obviously we're going to go with our worst takes of the week. Um, is it bad when we can talk about best and worst takes when it comes to transing the kids? Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. I, I would love to um go a week where we don't have a story about transing the kids. Because this should be a you, this this is one of the things of our society today that I don't understand. This should be a universal. Yeah, we're not doing this. This should be universal. This concept of mutilating children. Can you remember the last time we've gone a week without talking about transing the kids? Maybe six months. I. Uh, it's been a while. I know that. So, but you're right. It should be a universal issue that this should be a hell no thing. And it's not. It's been a while. Ah, good old stained. Anyway, um, we're going to go with our worst takes of the week. And we're going to start with, uh, well, um, the state of Florida, Pat. It has been one of the most popular states if not the most popular state for people to move to since the beginning of the covid era if you will right they are struggling to keep up with the demand for rentals and housing and all of these things but hey you know what if you don't allow us to mutilate the children we're out and you should be out too according to this family we just thought it would be a nice warm place to live where we could get to beaches I just never thought that I would have to flee a state for the good of my children. The SB 254, uh, this will permanent outlaw the mutilation of minors. I remember Tori coming to me one time and in tears, which she doesn't normally do. And I asked her what was wrong and she said DeSantis. And like the fact that a governor would be making my kid cry, that's a messed up government. We're absolutely moving because of the political climate and the laws in Florida. We didn't want to move. When the Florida Board of Medicine started meeting and we realized that they were going to ban gender affirming care for our kids, that we might need to leave because that is life-saving essential medicine and treatment for our daughter. I was very relieved when we decided to leave. I had never really heard that much about trans people and until I was like 11 or 12, I didn't even know trans people existed. So I was just used to being uncomfortable. I started hormone blockers pretty soon after that. Yeah, I mean, there was times before she started getting hormones and stuff that she was suicidal. But after she transitioned, she was much more outgoing, much more like comfortable with herself. Okay, careful. We are seeing many families that are leaving. I really think if you were to ask a member of a trans family, they would tell you they go to bed at night dreaming of how to get out of the state. So that, yeah, that's 
the dining room right here, and then this is the living room. My hope for the McKee family is they are able to find a community that embraces them. We're lucky that we're able to get out. I just can't anymore with this. This Look, here, here's the rub on this, Pat. Uh-huh. Leave. You, you, you just said, well, I was just going to say the same thing. Get out. Bye. See you later. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. No one's forcing you to stay. Go. More, more importantly, if you want to live in your fantasy world, go for it. I, I, I just. Yeah, I just really struggle with this one in terms of this being a positive move. More importantly, this just shows you how deep this ideological grift is. I never heard of a trans person until I was 11 or 12. And now they're what, 16, whatever it is, 18. I don't know, whatever this child is in terms of age. So let's go backwards and let's assume that it was seven, eight years ago. Yeah, you're right. You, would have, you wouldn't have heard of that because this was a thing that should never have been discussed with you in school or anywhere else. Also, shame on these parents. Shame on you. And yes, I'm going to judge your parenting. Normally, I don't. But in this case, when you begin to alter your child's body, to do what? Affirm? Affirm what? Something that they just literally a short time later. Hold up. You bought it? You bought an you this is like the the Church of Scientology giving you that free assessment, right? Right. And then you just plop down your mortgage. Uh you double down your mortgage on your house the very next day. You're in a cult. And Florida's probably better off not having you there. Also, Florida's law is helping to protect children. This is awful on multiple levels, on multiple levels. But hey, guess what? This is the beauty of where we live. We have 50 states. Some of them believe in Lopping tits and bits off, right? Mm -hmm. The vast majority of them don't. And those that do that believe that, right? We have the ability to persuade into a different view later down the road. It is the same, same thought and philosophy when it comes to, well, states' rights when it comes to pro-life. Look, it is constitutionally exactly correct that position again if you want to change the constitution of the united states of america to say we are pro-life and we are banning all abortions that are not medically necessary in terms of let's say it's a stillborn baby or let's oh but wait that wouldn't be an abortion because the baby's already dead right so we're talking about the very small minority like the 0.1 percent of quote-unquote abortions that happen after right. 
a period of time. Um, being anything other than medical necessity. What I'm saying is, outside of that, those states that have the laws that are already pro-life, we also have the ability to do what to the states that believe in, quote-unquote, abortion or, or <clears throat> pro-choice or um, woman's rights, except for that's not really what that is. But we have the ability to do what, Pat? Persuade, elect, change law. We have the ability to do it. Is it a hard slog? Is it going to be rough to try that in California or in Illinois or in the state of New York or elsewhere? Probably. It probably is going to be difficult. But on issues like this, unless we're willing to do the work on a federal constitutional level and amend the Constitution, this is the system we are given. And it's the beauty and the beast of the system. Guess what? You don't like what's going on in, in Illinois? I can get up and move. I can go where I want to go. You can too, Pat. You don't like Utah and, it's, and it suddenly turns into an anti-Mormon bigot state? You can move. Mm -hmm. There's nothing literally stopping you. And I don't want to hear, well, it's really difficult or whatever. Okay, that might be the case, but what sacrifices are you then willing to actually say that you're making for your family, for your lifestyle choices, or whatever have you? What really are you saying that you're willing to, to do about it? Think about those statements. Well, well, my job. Okay, can you get another job somewhere else? Absolutely. Well, what, what, but, but if I am unemployed? Find a job. There are literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of jobs everywhere in this country on any given day. But 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 I have a career. Okay, well, find find a job. Doesn't have to be in your career field, by the way, right away. And then when you land on your feet, that's what you can do, Pat. You can continue doing your quote-unquote job and then find your career. It's thousands, of, if not hundreds of thousands of people do that every single day. I, I mean, what are you willing to actually sacrifice it is, is the question. You want to live a certain way and you want to live in an area that essentially supports your belief system. You have the right and freedom to go there. But, but Florida is just full of uh, anti-trans bigots. No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. It's a dangerous place for blacks and and for no, it's not. Uh, for trans and LGBTQ people and and uh, don't go there because they're going to kill you. Uh, no, they're, no not. they're not. Also, did you notice the gloss over of the suicidality of their child? Oh, well, they they got a chance to to go through the the meatball <clears throat> and the hormone. And and now they're not suicidal. Mm -mm. Oh, you are yeah. masking that crap. I'm telling you right now. <clears throat> temporary temporary happiness. It does not mean you have gotten past this. Much happier. Yeah. For how long? 
that kid needs therapy. And we're going to show you the, the flip side of the coin a little bit later. But lest we forget that the dumbest among us reside in Congress, I present to you not one but two different versions of it on our worst takes of the week. How about this on um, funding for schools? This idea that we could have put kids six feet apart, open windows, did all these ventilation things presupposes that we hadn't disinvested in schools for the last 30 years and all of these things were in place. So if that's what you believe, there is nothing I can do to help you. If you believe that we've divested in our children in a school system, uh huh, there's nothing else that I can do. I can't help you. Because you're a moron. And I'm about to prove it, Pat. In fact, well, I'm not. Corey DeAngelis is going to help us prove it. <clears throat> As he pointed out, Rep. Johanna Hayes, we've divested our schools for the last 30 years. It is an absolute objective lie. Inflation-adjusted education spending in 1960 was at $4,521 per student. In 2020, that average was over $18,000 per student in inflation-adjusted inflation spending. That is a 302% increase in the spending. Now, does that seem, I don't know, Pat, to you, like um, divestment in the child's education? Uh, no, I, if anything, I think we're probably overspending at this point. Mm. You would think that, but here's the rub on that. <clears throat> How much of that 18000 dollars is actually going to that child's real education? That's my point. So I will give, maybe, maybe I'll give some grace to Rep Hayes. Maybe she was talking about... The fact that it it was roughly thirty to forty percent back in the nineties. Okay, thirty to forty percent of that number, whatever it was back in the nineteen nineties, was spent mm -hmm. on administrative costs or operating expenses, if you will, if you want to go down that accounting route. Right? Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. Today, that's over seventy-five percent. And in some states, it's upwards of 90%. So let's say it's $15,000, right? Or let's say it's an even $10,000 somewhere, right? 9000 of that $10,000 goes towards administrative staff and operating expenses. Your student is only getting $1,000 towards their education, their real education. So maybe that's what she's talking about, that we've di divested from actual education spending and gone down the route of the grift, the union spending, the bloat of administrative staffing. You know, check out principal salaries, check out your assistant principal salaries, or better yet, check out your secretarial staff salary pool. Check out what your superintendents are making today. In fact, a lot of them, especially in bigger cities, even small cities like Green Bay, Wisconsin, are making 
upwards of four five hundred thousand dollars every year. Some of them in big big cities are millionaires as superintendents of schools or CEO of the school district or whatever. However, the apparatus is set up. Maybe that's the divestment that she's. T- uh, no, it's not. This is the absolute utter trash lie that the unions, the teachers unions, have been shoving down the throats of communities for literally a decade at this point. Yet, again, I'm going to throw these numbers up. Okay? In 1990, we were spending 12320 real dollars, inflation-adjusted dollars. We have increased to 14 308 in 2000. 10 years later, 16. Another 10, 18. In 30 years, we have seen a real dollar increase of four grand, right? Uh, Isn't it more like six grand? Excuse me, six grand. You are correct. Yeah. That, my friends, is a 10% increase. Every decade. That is more than keeping up with inflation. Now let's take a look at teacher salaries, right? We could do, we could do this all day long. We really could. I, I just, I struggle personally, Pat, with this absolute trash concept. This is the lie the teachers unions have sold. Why? Because they know And they've been able to profit off of this lie for a very long time. They have used this idea and this concept that we have to invest harder in our child's education. Except for the money that's being spent is not spent on the child's education anymore. Well, uh, the the extra staff help with this and that, and it helps their education. Oh, really? Let's take a look at the results. How do we measure that? <clears throat> oh, we, we can't do standardized testing anymore. And oh, by the way, we're divesting from SAT scores and ACT scores mattering, right? Oh, and yeah. they're all racist anyway. So what does it matter? Unbelievably stupid. That's got to be one of the worst takes I have seen until I saw this, Pat, from our great friend, from the state of Minnesota, who shouldn't be here. We have a friend from the state of Minnesota. Because she is a absolute law-breaking, immigration law-breaking representative. Yes, Pat, you, you look perplexed. We have a friend from the state of Minnesota? I don't. I, I was going to say, you. Um, do you even accept Minnesota as a state at this point? No, it's just East Dakota. <laughs> but speaking of this representative from the eastern part of Dakota, um, I give you Ilan Omar and um, all of her racist glory. I would say uh, uh, our, our country should be more fearful um, of, of, of white men across our country because they are actually um, causing uh, most of the deaths within this country. Say what? She needs to go home to brother. 
<laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Man. I don't know. <sighs> but damn. I mean, it, here's the thing. If you don't like this country and you're in happen to be representing said country in, mm-hmm. in, the, in Congress and you don't like it, um, leave. Step down. Resign. Leave. Go away. Go go where you feel that that, the, that there isn't racism. Go back to was it Somalia that she's from? Um, mm-hmm. where where is it that she's actually from? But it, it's it's go back there. If if that's where you f- you feel that um, things are correct and not racist, I invite you to leave. But this ain't a racist country. Mm-hmm. Is there racism in this country? Sure, there always has been, but it is not a racist country. The few does not make up the country. Also, by the way, um, this is literally statistically inaccurate. Yes, the claim that they create the most deaths in this country. How? How? What? Pro- point it to a stat that shows that because you can't. Now, there is a there is one stat that uh <clears throat> white people lead in and it's deaths per 100,000 people. Yeah. Here's the problem. It's the amount of people dying, not the whom caused said death. It is statistically impossible because what do we know according to FBI statistics? Let's use government statistics here. 55% of all murders, that would be the cause of a death, right? Are committed by black people, which make up about 13% of our population. That that means, statistically, this is an impossible scenario to to be true. Because you can't just take the totality of the number. You also have to take into consideration what, how, <clears throat> how many. Even if we went down the road of as the percentage of population, right? Mm. Death per percentage of population. That would be bad for the African-American or the black population, right? That would make it worse because, again, they are a minority causing a majority of said death. Mm -hmm. I hate the argument of if this was a white person or this race or that race saying this, they would be blah, 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 blah. But in this case, how is... How is she still representing anybody in Congress? She should be censured. She should be removed from all committees. I believe she's already not allowed on most committees, right? Um, uh, she's been censured from some. I don't remember which ones. Yeah. yeah. I just... This is the most vile racist crap I have ever seen. I... I what the absolute crap is that? 
No. What? We should be more fearful. This is the language of Jim Crow. This is the, it, it is not just insert, you know, flip the races around. She is literally saying we should be afraid of somebody because of their skin color. That is, I don't care whom you're talking about. That is some racist crap. Period, point blank. Teaching people to be fearful of anybody based off of their race is nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yet here we are in the year of our Lord, 2023, and this is acceptable to the left. This is a talking point of the left that they are getting away with, which is factually incorrect, number one, and number two, racist as hell. But because it's against the bad white person, Whitey bad, right, Pat? Whitey bad. Okay, Whitey. Have you seen yourself lately? Oh, I'm a ginger. I'm as white as they come. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, from the idiocy of our halls of Congress to a set in which we gather the biggest idiots of our entire society, I bring to you Whoopi Goldberg sticking her head in the sand when it comes to Joseph Marionette Biden. Not to impeach yeah. What bribery scam? Yes. <laughs> what, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, it's always, it's so different every day. I mean, you know, they're either freaking out about Barbie or they're upset about, you know, uh, Budweiser beer and just Bud and Light. Just Bud Light. Bud Light. Okay. Now, we don't right now, that's right. You don't want the out. wrong thing to get out. Yeah. But I mean, what, what, what is, what is really happening here? I mean, well, how much think- punishment does Biden need because he wants? And they lost. Well, that's the problem. I, they <laughs> keep seeing these indictments coming down from Trump, and they're like, "Hamana, hamana, what are we going to do? Let's turn it around and make it about him, about Biden instead. Take your eyes off of Trump, even though he's a criminal, and put your eyes on this guy instead." They could they could have the smoking gun right in front of them about Joe Biden, and they would say he's innocent. We already have it. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, like you could have you could have everything laid out in front of them. All the evidence that points to conviction of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And they and, and they would absolutely say he's innocent and Trump's guilty. Yeah. And, and I think the other part of this is this is the greatest example of what happens when you live in an echo chamber, because if you only watch NBC News or MSNBC or CNN or read The New York Times or this or that, you've got no idea of a Tony Bobolinsky. You've got no idea of what has been um, brought before us from the House Oversight Committee, right? Or the um, Ways and Means. You have no idea what's been actually going on in the Hunter Biden tax issue, right? I, I just... Blows my mind how... People can live in that type of an echo chamber. I, I think the view needs to have us on the show so that we can teach them about critical thinking and 
and see what happens. But I, I have a funny feeling that um, at least for some on that show, it's just going to make smoke come out their ears because they can't, they're, they're incapable of thinking that much. Yeah. The, again, I, I'm this close, Pat, this close to instituting a ban on anything coming from that show on this show. I'm this close. That That would be not so libertarian of you. Why? Because now you're just banning freedom of speech. No, they have a right to speak all they want. I just don't have a right to, I just don't have to amplify their voice. What, 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 what about my speech? Is your name on the show? <laughs> True. Trump card. <laughs> all right. With that being said, I think it's a great time for us to move on. So why don't we play a little bit of the B or not the B for one last time this week? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What What's the absolute worst take in your mind this week? Ooh. I, mm. It's Elon Omar. I mean, that's the, that's the most racist crap I have ever heard come from a member of Congress in my lifetime. I was going to say, it's either that or it's the transing the kids thing. Because that's horrible, horrible parenting, first of all. Well, it's just a sickness. And, and so I have a little bit of empathy for that sickness. I have a little what, bit of empathy for... Uh, well, a family yeah, I, dealing with that type of an issue and, and believing the lie. They've been fed this lie over and over and over again, and we're about to show you what that looks like on the other side. And I, and I sincerely hope that kid gets the help he needs. Sincerely yeah. do. And I sincerely hope Minnesota wakes the bleep up and gets rid of Ilan Omar at the very next uh, drop of a bucket, if you will. The very next chance yeah. that they have to do so, out. I, I just it blows my mind how an Eric Swalwell or a Adam Schiff or some of these characters or or for me, George Santos or Marjorie Taylor Greene get in there. I, I just I don't get it. But all of that being said, it's a great time for us to move forward to the B or not the B. Let's do it. Alrighty, hit me with the headline one last time for a hundred dollars of central bank digital currency that we don't even have access to because wait for it, our ESG score doesn't meet mustard. All right, today's headline: Senators excited Thursday's lunch will now include pudding with their strained peas. Senators excited Thursday's lunch will now include pudding with their strained peas. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. While you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it is Friday. It's the weekend. Hopefully you get that morning pick-me-up and getting that extra pep in your step as we all head into the much-deserved weekend from a long work week. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com if you haven't yet. Um, find a flavor that you know that you like. Find a flavor that you want to try. Andrew's got currently got the strawberries and cream in his coffee cup, I do believe. And it is a refreshing flavor, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. would uh, testify to. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's tried other flavors, too, such as the bourbon flavor. Um, they've got all sorts of great stuff there. If you're not a coffee drinker, they've got other alternatives, such as tea and hot chocolate. However, hot chocolate's not really in season at the moment since it's, you know, summertime. Um, so all you need to do, coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code critical thinking and check it out and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. That's going to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code 
critical thing you can check out and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right, Senators excited Thursday's lunch will now include pudding with their strained peas. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. Um, This has got to be the Babylon B. I, I, I just, what the, what the what? Are, are, you, are you sure? Yes. I'm a thousand percent sure that this is the Babylon B. Well, you are correct, sir. You just won us another hundred dollars to our central bank digital currency that we do not have access to because By the, way, our the only access we have is for box. them to tease us with the amount of money that exists in that account. Well, you know who we should have like make a withdrawal for us and pay us out? Hmm. Izzo. That would be what he's got worse. The hell? How the hell does he have access and we don't? MLM. Oh. Mm -hmm. Because he believes in the Ponzi scheme. Oh. (laughs) That explains the access to government control. Oh. He's been playing the game the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 With that having been said, let's go ahead and continue to move forward on the Friday edition. And that means crowning a brand new Richard of the Week. With that, Pat, the four nominees this week are and why? Well, I I think the most obvious one that we have to go over first is uh, the, the Hunter Biden lawyers. Like I'm just I'm lumping all of them in there because that's that's just holy how how do you lie and lie the way that they did and try to get away with that like that that is so are you lumping in the yeah. DOJ and Biden's lawyers I guess, you, I, I guess you might as well because there there were multiple attempts at lying and obfuscating you might as well I guess I I didn't even think about it that way but yeah you're right that that all that the lawyers. Be, in the Hunter Biden case. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> you could just say all lawyers and you might be. <laughs> I'm just kidding to all my lawyer friends out there. You totally worked really, really hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To learn how to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Corey Bush. Mm. Because um, she uh, shouts at the um, GOP calling that the, your bills are racist. What? Yeah. Um, to get into the specifics here, um, she yelled at Majority Leader Steve Scalise on Thursday. Um, and it was the first of 12 annual appropriations bills. Um, and uh, during a back and forth with Minority Whip Catherine Clark, Scalise got interrupted by someone who shouted, Your bills are racist. And I guess the chamber quickly erupted with a chorus of boos and calls for the House to get back to order. It was pointed out by multiple news outlets that Representative Cory Bush was the one who shouted. Bush owned up to the disruption with an unapologetic post to X saying, I said what I said, along with a shrugging emoji. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The House approved by 219 to 211 vote a spending bill to fund a military construction of the Department of Veterans Affairs and related agencies in the fiscal year of 2024. The tally was virtually on party lines, although two Republicans voted against the measure. So apparently it's somehow racist. <sighs> um, we also have Donald Trump, and we discussed this a little bit the other day. And wait, his... wait, 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 wait before we get there. Uh -huh. Everything is racist. Oh. Everything is racist today. May may I continue now? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we have Donald Trump for his, uh, well, essentially calling Ron DeSantis a Marxist. Yeah, yeah. That, Ron that DeSantis was had his back, by the way. Um, yep. So yeah, there there was that. Just a blatant lie about Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis has had your back. Yeah, I mean, but this is also coming from the campaign who was to totes cool with uh, people also uh, deciding that Casey DeSantis didn't actually have cancer. So are you really surprised that these are the depths to which they're willing to sink? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not surprised by it at all. Still Richard like. Yes, very much. Um, so. mm -hmm. OK, and then finally, we have Nancy Mace. So um, what did the does she does she have children by the way? I, I don't know to be honest. I really don't know. Um, but um, because apparently because because I, I got a couple of questions here on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, she mm -hmm. does. Yeah, yeah, she's got two. Oh. Okay. It, 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 so she has two kids. Two kids. Two divorces. And uh, she's been, she was at a breakfast uh, the other day. Not just any breakfast. Mm, yeah, it was a oh, what, what, rare what was it breakfast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Put on by Senator Tim Scott oh, in the great state well, of South Carolina, who weirdly is 50 and never been married. Well, see, she's um, during said breakfast joked about premarital sex, um, 
and admits that uh, with their partner that isn't their spouse and was just, this was insane to do at this event. Yeah, she basically, she talked or told a story about wanting to be on time for the prayer breakfast and and turning down a advance from her fiance while they were in bed. Um read the room. Yeah. Also no what the hell? No one needs to know. Yeah. Just yeah, leave it behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, nothing says being at a Christian prayer breakfast, like making sure to announce to the world your sin. And and, and then unrepentant in it, by the way. Right. Why like okay, you're really gonna go to a prayer breakfast and announce that you're hot and bothered? Really? <laughs> that that that's your plan? Um mm-hmm. Okay. That that's now, basically I mean she is an impressive she has an impressive overall resume, right? I mean she was the sure. very first woman to ever graduate from the Citadel. That's a impressive uh thing on your resume, but come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, how um, Andrew Coppins, who is your winner of this week? We have, again, we have uh, Corey Bush, the Hunter Biden attorneys. We have um, Donald Trump and then Nancy Mace. Oh, um, I got to go with the attorneys in the Hunter Biden case, and, and it's twofold. Um, number one, I, I, I can't believe they, well, I shouldn't say I can't believe, I can believe the DOJ would attempt to do this in which they were attempting to subvert justice in this case. And what do I mean by that? Well, they were, if you want to get into the weeds, why, thank God we have a intelligent, smart, curious judge in this case, because she looked at the pre-trial diversion program, right? For the gun charge, okay? So there are two charges, or or two groups of charges. There's the gun charge, and then there's the tax evasion charges, right? That were going to be pled down to a misdemeanor. But then she looked at the gun situation. She, because it was a diversion program, wouldn't have had any ability to alter said agreement, right? Right? But hidden in there from both sides of the equation, by the way, Pat, were going to be immunity was going to be immunity from any sort of prosecution for any sort of crime. Period. Imperpetuity. Okay. In perpetuity. Excuse me if I could speak. Meaning, for as y'all inside that pretrial diversion program, not in the agreement in which they were in front of the court for pleading, right, to the misdemeanor charges on tax evasion. They were attempting to hide that in there so that the judge couldn't alter it. That's what they were attempting to do. The judge got hip to that game and was not going to play it 
and asked continuous questions about, hang on a second, does this mean that all future charges are going to be immune? That FARA or other things, right? The, the jig was up and the DOJ had to admit, well, no, no, no. We, we really mean that he, he's going to be immune from gun charges. And he's he's totally going to be able to be charged in other things if we want to. She blew the DOJ's spot up. She blew up the entire game that was being played. Both sets of lawyers were attempting to do what, Pat, here? Give immunity and make sure that all of the other bribery, all the other... Joe Biden tied cases were never going to be tried. Yep. This was an attempt by the Department of Justice to subvert justice. Meanwhile, we also had what? Donald Trump be charged with three more alleged crimes in the presidential uh, records situation, right? Jack mm -hmm. Smith putting that together. We've had other situations, right? But we're not going to go down the route of justice except for again, I, I can't emphasize this enough. This was an attempt by both sides. This was the department of justice attempting to hide the Bidens, right? To give them, to give them the, the vehicle and the mechanism in which they wouldn't be able to ch charge these things. Because once you have immunity from prosecution for Hunter Biden, for all of the money laundering towards his dad, where do you go? Who do you get to testify against Joe Biden going forward? It ain't going to be Hunter Biden, right? He, he, he doesn't have any incentive to do it. This was an absolute attempt to bury this story, to play political games with this real crime. There are real crimes here. That were committed. So congratulations, number one, to the people who were hip to the game. But shame on the Department of Justice for attempting to subvert justice this way, to play political favors this way. Shame on you. I mean, it wasn't even going to be close. Like this, this had to have been the like the Richard of the Week winner. Yes. So, with that having been said, Pat, um, it's also time for us to end on a positive note and that positive note are our best takes of the week and first up is this from glenn greenwald go ahead pat uh congrats to sam bankman freed the dem party's second largest donor behind george soros uh on having his campaign finance fraud charges dropped by the biden doj the hilarious claim is that they couldn't proceed because the big Powerful Bahamas wouldn't let them. Now, technically, this might actually be true that there's an issue with the Baha the Bohemian Bahamian or whatever sure. government. Okay, mm -hmm. there could be an issue there. I don't know the technical details of all of that, but so far, half of the charges that have been brought or were brought against Sam Bakeman Freed have magically disappeared. 
And all of them involve some sort of campaign finance issues, right? This is why there should have been a special prosecutor or a special master in this case or whatever you want to put in there or an independent counsel because of this, right? This is an individual who donated to the to the level that, that he was right behind George Soros to the Democratic Party. I would say the same thing if this was the the Koch brothers, right? Yeah, independent counsel. Because how is how do you get to justice when the people that are put in the positions of power are now prosecuting? What? Nah. No, 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 nope, nope. This is very simple. If I'm Merrick Garland, anybody who's at that level. Yep, we're going uh, we're going away from the the route of looking like we're playing political favors here. We're we're gonna go independent. We're gonna let it go. We're not gonna touch it. We're not gonna do anything with it. Come what may, come what may, justice be served. It's just ironic here, right? You want to talk about how this looks, right? Here we are with the DOJ on one side attempting to slip one past the goalie when it comes to um, the Hunter Biden case. And then, oh, by the way, almost all the teeth of the charges against Sam Bakeman Freed are are gone from the case. He's really not going to spend much, if any, time in jail. He'll just poo-poo the rest of it away, probably plead guilty some misdemeanor, get some pre-trial diversion and, and, uh, go on probation for a while. Hmm. And then juxtapose that with what's going on with Donald Trump. Juxtapose that with what has happening to literally the over thousand people. I mean, half of which got literally significant jail time for snapping a selfie inside the Capitol. This is nuts. Yeah, bogus right? charges. Two-tier mm-hmm. justice. This is what it looks like from the outside looking in. But great take from Glenn Greenwald on this. Now, I'm going to play this one because we talked about two sides of the coin when it comes to trancing the kids. And this is going to be the best take when it comes to this topic because, Pat, for me, this is speaking truth. I, I don't I don't want to put words in your mouth, but um I'm gonna have you react after this, okay? Because sure. I all I'm gonna say is if you think it's affirming, boy oh boy, do you need to listen to this. After my breasts were taken away from me, the tissue was incinerated. Before I was able to legally drive, I had part, I had a huge part of my future womanhood taken from me. I will never be able to breastfeed. I struggle to look at myself in the mirror at times. I, w- I, still, I still struggle to this day with sexual dysfunction. And I have massive scars across my chest. And the skin grafts that they use, that they took of my nipples, are weeping fluid today. And they were grafted into a more masculine positioning, they said. After surgery, my grades in school plummeted. Everything that I went through did nothing to address my underlying mental health issues that I had. And my doctors, with their theories on gender, 
thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. When my specialist first told my parents that they could have a dead daughter or a live transgender son, I wasn't suicidal. I was a happy child who struggled because she was different. However, at 16, after my surgery, I did become suicidal. I'm doing better now. But my parents almost got the dead daughter promised to them by my doctors. My doctors had almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. So what message do I want to bring to American teenagers and their families? I didn't need to be lied to. I needed compassion. I needed to be loved. I needed to be given therapy to help me work through my issues, not affirm to my delusion that by transforming into a boy, it would solve all my problems. We need to stop telling 12-year-olds that they were born wrong, that they are right to reject their own bodies and feel uncomfortable with their own skin. We need to stop telling children that puberty is an option, that they can choose what kind of puberty they will go through, just so they can choose what clothes to wear or what music to listen to. Puberty is a rite of passage to adulthood, not a disease to be mitigated. Today, I should be at home with my family celebrating my 19th birthday, and instead I'm making a desperate plea to my elected, re my elected representatives, learn the lessons from other medical scandals like the opioid crisis, to recognize that doctors are human too, and sometimes they are wrong. My childhood was ruined along with thousands of detransitioners that I know through our networks. This needs to stop. You alone can stop it. Enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience. Please let me be your final warning. Thank you. Thoughts, Pat? <clears throat> well, I mean, first of all, I... It's one of those situations where you just kind of want to give this girl a hug and say, I'm so sorry that this happened to you, that that you were put through this, um, that that you had whatever issues that you had at the time mm -hmm. um, and weren't a, weren't given the proper tools to be able to properly work through those issues mm -hmm. and that you have been physically disfigured because of some doctor's opinion. Um, you know, it, it, it's a very sad story. Then you get into <clears throat> the plea of, Hey, this is where I am today. This is what I've learned. This is what I know. And I'm telling you that this is barbaric pseudoscience, which I thought was a great line because it is barbaric. It is pseudoscience. There is no science behind any of this. It's all fake. It's all about a narrative. So I, it's, it's a I agree illness. with you. Um, mm. One thing that I have a question for you on, though, mm. as I'm thinking through this, and again, this is all part of critical thinking. Sure. We talk about pseudoscience here. Would your position change in terms of transing the kids if the suicidality rate after transition was significantly lower? Like, like, like if they were if they were to go. So let's say the, the, the suicide rate of pre. Mm -hmm. uh, transition, uh, mm -hmm. people with gender dysphoria uh -huh. is at roughly 60% and it drops down to 20% suicidality rate. Does that change your position? No. Okay. Why? 
and and the reason why is because is because we were we were created to be the sex that we are we don't get to choose our sex okay um we we have a, a loving god that that gave us the bodies that we are in today and mm-hmm. this we we were assigned this in the pre-existence like the, there there's no changing that okay okay um so no, I, I I wouldn't because like you are, you are physically mutilating yourself at the end of the day. It 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 doesn't change my position because that's exactly what you're doing. Now, if we're going to talk about the suicidality rates, you know, and if it were to hypothetically be cha- be lower after a sex change, I would suggest therapy is needed. Um and yeah, so going- I think I think. I I think this, Pat, Mm. you're right in that it doesn't change the equation. Why? Because we are dealing with the, the first part of her argument of you've robbed me of, there's no such thing as wrong puberty, right? Right. That doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as, you know, da, 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 right? That's the strong argument against the pseudoscience. It's not the suicidality rate because how do you prove that cause out uh, causation, right? Where's right. the correlation right. in the causation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what has happened? Have they also gotten therapy? Have they also gotten all of the other things? And more importantly, is it also that they are getting older and growing, you know, through this weird phase in regular life, right? Puberty, what? adolescence is a weird phase. Right. It is a weird phase. It is the Everything largest is- suicidality phase, period, point blank, in our society. And I, that's the, the argument against the pseudoscience, right? For me, is that there you the pseudoscience is you believing that there's such thing as wrong puberty, right? You believing that they can go through female puberty while being born a man. That doesn't exist. It literally doesn't. Even if you were a hermaphrodite, right? The the point zero zero one percent, or or you know whatever, right? Mm. The the complete oddball of oddballs. You don't go through one. You you don't present as a boy and go through female puberty. You you would then be a female in your chemistry in your makeup. Right. That's the reality of that. Because it's physiological and biological. So there's your argument against the pseudoscience. That's the pseudoscience, right? It's not about the suicidality rate or anything like that. And I and I want people to to stop the argument about suicidality because that that is not that it is a byproduct, right, of of good health care potentially. But that is not the issue. The main crux of the issue is the truth. And the truth is you cannot go through cross-sex puberty. It doesn't exist. But you're shoving this concept of if we stop one, we can start the other. No, you can't. No, you can't. You have fundamentally altered human nature. 
and more importantly, God's nature. Who the hell do you think you are as scientists when it comes to this stuff? And doctors and psychiatrists and this and that. Where, you know, how many more pieces of rubber stamped transing do we have to see before we understand that these people are not interested in affirming care? They're not interested in care. They're interested in dollars and cents. So let's take that out of the equation for them and see where they, where they are. One of the things that I loved about the doctor that I went to for my knee surgery, Pat, is that knee surgery was the last option that they wanted to go down. It was the thing that they were like, yeah, but I know that we can make the most money from doing this, right? Right. But I'm more interested in fixing the fundamental problem here. So let's take a look at other options. And we and we didn't go fully down those roads. We, we dipped our toes in and said, oh, wait, that's not really going to work. So... Let's skip some of the other steps and get right to surgery at that point because of how my body works. How many doctors are like, hey, by the way, nah, let's go ahead and have you uh, go through physical therapy first and then do this. Not many, unfortunately, not many. Many of them will say, yeah, yeah, I agree with the uh, radiologist here and let's get you in for for this surgery or that surgery. And uh oh, it wasn't right. And now that they're in there, they've got to do something, right? So I, I, that that's the point, right? They're, the, the monetary incentive here has got to be the last thing on their mind instead of the first thing. And if any doctors like that, run away, run away, run away. And then finally, Pat, uh, for me, the best of the best takes outside of the transing takes is this one from Rand Paul. Blasting Dems for setting quote-unquote terrible precedent with impeachment. Paul said that he does not quote-unquote really want to impeach every president that comes forward, adding that he thinks, quote, the Democrats set a terrible precedent in impeaching Donald Trump just because they didn't like him, basically. The senator said that he believes it is, quote, not good for the republic to keep impeaching presidents. He also mentioned indicting presidents, a reference to Trump and the charges he now faces across multiple investigations. Your thoughts there, Pat? 120% correct. I actually said this back during the whole, the the first impeachment they did of Don. I'm like, what precedents are you going to be setting for the future? You are basically setting yourselves up to whoever you put in office because there's going to be retaliation that they're going to be facing impeachment. I only want a president facing impeachment when it's actually deserved. In the case of Joe Biden, it's actually deserved. There's actually evidence. This isn't just a phone call. There's hard evidence of this. There's documentation of yep. it. So exactly, exactly. I only, I only want it when it when it's actually absolutely necessary. I I don't care. I mean. Say what you want about, about previous presidents. There may have been impeachable offenses in there somewhere. That, 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 that's true. And we could, we could have that argument all day long. Mm-hmm. But I want actual evidence. I don't want to just go in and impeach a president just because I don't like their policies. That's, that's dumb. Yeah, that's using a very impeachment as a cudgel for 
political policy differences mm-hmm. is insane. It is. That's what happened un- under Donald Trump. They hated his politics. They hated him so much that they literally impeached him on something that was a complete fabrication. Mm-hmm. And then impeached him over a phone call talking about that fabrication. <laughs> they impeached him twice over something that literally was a fake story. It doesn't exist. It never happened. Literally nothing about that entire impeachment was true. I would argue the way to handle that would be if you can't prove your case. And by the way, it's proven to be fake. You're impeached. Let's go there. Oh, by the way, you can't prove your case. Um, You're gone. Now, in the case of Joe Biden, I think we've got much more physical, forensic evidence of crimes, real crimes, big time crimes, corruption, um, selling access, all of that stuff. That's really disgusting. The, The allegations and the evidence that we've been able to see so far from uh, from Comer in the House and Grassley in the Senate. Wow. Right? This makes Watergate look like a walk in the freaking park. That's what that looks like. I want people to understand that. There are times in which it is deserved. Rand Paul is correct that we can't be doing this over and over. You get an impeachment and you get an impeachment and you get an impeachment. No, we can't be doing this. I would also suggest that we as the American public, we need to step up to the plate. And what do I mean by that? We're watching Elon Omar, Maxine Waters, we're watching Diane Feinstein, George Santos, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're watching some of the worst of the worst. The dumbest of the dumbest. The corruptest of the corruptest, if you will. The most corrupt of the most corrupt. Right? We are watching all of these people in positions of power. Right? In positions of power that we have the ability to change, by the way. And that says nothing of the Bidens. That says nothing of the Donald Trumps of the world that says nothing. We've got to have men and women of real character take a civic duty seriously going forward. That's the reality. We need to start demanding better of the people who are in elected office. More importantly, though, We as a society need to demand better of our politics. And what do I mean by that? Real men and women of courage, character, service are being largely dissuaded from taking office and holding positions of real leadership power because of what they see, what happened to Donald Trump. And I'm not saying Donald Trump's a saint here. What I'm saying is, They literally made something up because they didn't like the politics. They made something up because they didn't like the person. 
They literally made it all up out of whole cloth in an attempt to win an election. If I'm a person of real character and real service and courage, do I want any part of that? No. I want nothing to do with being involved in that cesspool. But how do you clean that cesspool up if none of you are willing to step up to the plate and say, nah, homie ain't playing that. In fact, I would even argue the infection only gets worse. if you Yes, don't. it gets worse. Mm. This, is, this is where we are as a society. Either real men and women of courage, character, understanding of liberty step up to save it, or it dies. That, that's the reality. And we've talked about it. And it's, it's as simple as a return to understanding where our ideals and ideas come from. It's as simple as saying we want to return to these ideals and we're going to attempt at changing the course. We might fail, but we're going to give it the old college try. And by the way, we're going to stop with this stupid. The electing people like Ilan Omar, AOC, George Santos, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and others on both sides of the aisle. This is not a Democrat exclusive thing or a Republican exclusive thing. I can say that Mike Pence is probably a man of at least character, right? But is he a man of courage and conviction? I I, when he had an opportunity to step to the plate and do something courageous during COVID, where did he go? He hid, right? Uh, Debbie Burks. Debbie Burks and Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. That's still wrong. Oh, yeah, that's right. The truth trademark, um, the science registered trademark. Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Thank you. This is, this is the reality that we live in. We need character-driven people to step up to the plate. And we, as the American electorate, need to pay the hell attention to whom is running for office and actually vet these people. And what do I mean by vetting them? I mean running them through the intellectual ringer and running them through the ringer of character. When I look at the revolutionary period, our early constitutional government, were there some scoundrels in there? Hell yeah, yeah. there was. Yeah, there were. There were. But for every one of those, there were the Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, Sam Adams, uh, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. Um, you know, we could go on and on and on and on. James Madison. We could go on and on and on. Right? Yeah, for every one, there were probably a hundred of character and leadership. Where does that exist in our political life or even in our social life right now? I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect human being. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that people of character, error on the side 
of right and righteous. More often than not. But we have built a society that is so hell-bent on tearing people down for just one thing, one mistake, one wrong thought, one wrong speech, that nobody wants a part of that. I don't. I don't want no part of that. And I don't blame anybody who doesn't. People of real faith, character, they, they live a really right and righteous life. Right, they they're not going out getting smashed and and uh, smashing people's faces in. They're not going out and shooting up the block. You know, like they're doing the right things. They they watch what's going on and say no, thank you. We need to reverse that course right now because we've got the stupid of the stupid. Right, we've got the dumbest of the dumb. We've got the geriatric of the geriatric. How do you get a Mitch McConnell, a Chuck Schumer, a uh, a John Fetterman? How do you get these individuals in positions of power? How the hell does that happen? It happens because we refuse to step up to the plate. We refuse to say, no, 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 no. You stop right there. That ain't going to happen. We refuse. And until we take that power back and we take our civic responsibilities and duties back, nothing's going to change. And here we go, round and round, on the merry-go-round, over and over again until we die that slow, spirit-of-the-age death that we're already experiencing. We've got like two fingers left holding us from driving down or dropping down that hole. That's where we're at. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Uh, With the show brought to you by the stupid of the stupid, perplexity, constipation, and enemas. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And be a person of character. Yes. And you thought that you would get away with this without mentioning Everything is racist. Everything is racist today. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. Have yourselves a good weekend. And as always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.